just like we're going to be singing this morning. Stay in an attitude of praise and worship. Hallelujah. Thank you, mighty King. Thank you, mighty King. I just want to remind us once again the one that we serve. Jesus, that name that is above every name. He's well able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ever ask, imagine, or think. Jesus is worthy. Jesus is worthy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know about you, but did you have a good week this week? Amen. Raise your hand if you had a good week this week. Hallelujah. God is so good, amen. Hallelujah. I had a good week because I'm saved. I'm born again, amen. I know Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior, amen. But you know, sometimes that don't mean that uh, we ain't going to be faced with life, amen. Well, this week I was faced with life, amen. And I just want to give a testimony, amen, because I have got, now I might be a little prejudiced, so you all just bear with me for a moment, amen. But I have got the most beautiful, most wonderful, absolutely fabulous wife that anybody can ever ask for. No, I haven't done anything to my wife. She ain't done nothing to me. Amen. Praise God. But she is loaded with such wisdom, such knowledge. An anointing has been passed down from generation to generation upon my wife. And I believe that's scriptural. I believe that's the word about anointings being passed down. Amen. And that's taking place with my wife. And I just want to sing the praises of my wife a little bit this morning. Even though I had a good week this week, I had a week where my, my wife had to speak something to me that, wow, praise God for my wife. Amen. Oh, I just, you know, I was having such a week, and, and uh, to be honest with you, I was in the fire. <laughs> I was in the fire, brother. Amen. Well, my wife is my best friend. Jeanette has become my best friend. So my friend and I talk. When something's on her heart, we talk. When something's on my heart, we talk. So one night we were sitting there in the living room and I was talking because, man, I was in the fire. Remember the pre uh, message I preached last week? <laughs> oh, praise God. See, even preachers need to be reminded every now and then. <laughs> Amen. Well, I was in the fire and I was talking to Jeanette and she just looked at me and she said, Steve, go back and listen to your message from last Sunday. <laughs> Oh, praise God. Amen. You remember that, honey? Amen. Hallelujah. So sometimes, regardless of what you're faced with, you just got to stir up that gift of God that's within you, and you got to remember where you come from. Amen. Don't forget David, such a warrior. Amen. He, even he had to encourage himself in the Lord. How was it that he encouraged himself in the Lord? He encouraged himself in such a way that he reminded himself of what God had did in his life. Amen. He reminded himself of all the good works and, and, and good victories that God had produced in his life. Amen. Amen. So I'm telling you today, you have to remind yourself from time to time of where you came from, what God has lifted you up out of. Hallelujah. Because there is no king like our king. 
And our King is on the throne today. Amen. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. Hallelujah. Making intercession for the saints of God. Glory to God. And I'm so glad that by the blood of Jesus Christ that he shed on that cross at Calvary. Hallelujah. That I'm a saint. Glory. Amen. Hallelujah. That I'm saved. Hallelujah. I'm born again. I'm on my way to heaven regardless of the week that I might have had last week. Hallelujah. I'm on my way to heaven. Glory. If God was to take me out right now, I will have run my race. Glory to God. Amen. But I will arrive in the very presence of the Lord. You see, the Apostle Paul said, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Hallelujah. And I'm looking forward to the day that I'm present with the Lord. But until that day, I need somebody in my life that'll say, Steve, look back at the message that you preached last week. Amen. Because sometimes, my friend, we'll find ourselves in that fire. But remember what we said last week, brother. We ain't there long. Can I say that word in church? We ain't there long. He's got us, church. Roy, he's got us. Amen. Hallelujah. Honey, I thank you. I thank you for reminding me. Amen. Hallelujah. Pray for you, Pastor. Pray for pastors everywhere. Hallelujah. You know, I speak to a lot of pastors and even some pastors that are just becoming pastors. And I praise the Lord for the last 20 years, especially. The last 20 years that the Lord has let me walk in the role that He's let me walk in. Amen. I've learned a lot gained a lot of knowledge. But I tell you something. Hallelujah. When you begin to step in the footsteps of a pastor or a shepherd, amen, you just expose yourself to more. And pastors can't do it. You know, Moses, they lifted his arms up in the midst of the battle. Why? Because Moses lifted his arms up himself so they were winning the battle, the children of Israel were. But when he got a little weak, he started to drop his arms. And I believe the story goes something like when he dropped his arms, they started to lose the battle. So who was it that came over? Was Aaron one of them, maybe? Who, who was? I can't remember who it was. Whoever it was, two of, his, two of his closest people to him, amen. I'll find out who that was. Two of his closest people to him came over and they held his arms up. And when they raised his arms up, they started winning the battle again. We need each other is what I'm saying. We need each other. Whether you're a shepherd, whether you're an elder in this house, whether you're a women's ministry leader, men's ministry leader, Sunday school teacher, children's church teacher, youth minister, amen, whomever you are, hallelujah, we need each other, glory to God. We need each other to be working in the kingdom of God, to take the kingdom of God going forward, amen, because I don't know about you, but I can think right now at least five, ten, hallelujah, people that's on my mind, hallelujah, that don't know Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior, amen. And if I take 30 more seconds, there'd be another 15 or 20, hallelujah. What am I saying to you? There's a whole host of people out there in this lost and dying generation, amen, that they can't stand up here and they can't say, hey, I'm on my way to heaven. When I leave this life, I'm going into heaven, amen. They can't say that because they've not accepted the very redemptive work that Jesus Christ did on that cross at Calvary. You see, what you got to know and understand is he's already done the work. All you got to do is accept that work, amen. All you got to do is believe that Jesus Jesus died on the cross, 
Believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Believe that Jesus did raise from that grave. Amen. He's the only living God that can live inside of a human being. Amen. And lead you and guide you into all truth. Amen. And all you got to do is accept that. It's His Word. In the beginning was the Word. The Word's with God. The Word was God. Amen. And then the Word became flesh and walked among us. Amen. It's His Word. How do we find Him? We find Him through the Word. Hallelujah. He's drawing people, church. He's drawing people. Hallelujah. Beginning to be exposed to people. Hallelujah. And that's just going to get to be more and more. People that are wondering. People that are starting to talk about the Lord again. Amen. Oh yeah, I've been exposed to a few that, that a few a few that don't don't they they don't even believe in the Lord, or they maybe they question whether or not they believe in the Lord. I want to tell you something. If you don't believe in God, Amen, and you just think that there's nothing that's out there, well, you're believing in something. Believing in nothing is believing in something. Did you catch that, Will? Believing in nothing is believing in something. I'd much rather believe in life. I'd much rather believe in my future, hallelujah, based on Jesus Christ, hallelujah. I know. He lives within us. He leads us and he guides us. I mean, you just know that he's in you, amen. Hallelujah. I, I, was, I was over in Georgetown last night, amen, and I was texting back and forth with somebody, amen. And, and, uh, and the Lord dropped in my spirit, hallelujah, as I was texting. I was on my way over to their house and, and, and he dropped in my spirit exactly what they were going to tell me. And I said, wow, okay, we'll see. <laughs> Got over and talked to them, amen, and then 15 minutes into the conversation, out of their mouth came exactly what God said they were going to say. That's the Spirit of God leading and guiding His people into all truth, amen. And God knows when we need to be prepared for something that we want to hear. God knows when he's already prepared somebody else for something that we're going to say, hallelujah. How do you walk like that? First of all, you do so knowing Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Am I, going to, am I standing up here telling you that every little thing in your life is going to be taken care of and it's going to be a bed of roses after you commit your heart to the Lord? I am not saying that at all. But what I am telling you is I know the one, and I want you to know the one, amen, that can help you through those times in your life, amen. The one that can help you through the weeks that you have whenever you feel like you're back in that fire. Although down deep in your heart, amen, you already know that, you, that, that Jesus is your Lord and Savior. And you already know your position in Christ, amen. Hallelujah. I want you to know and understand that he's the one that helps us through, amen. So you see, just like he sent my little wife along. Steve, go listen to your message from last week. He helps us through. Amen. So I'm not telling you everything to be a bed of roses. But I'm telling you one that can help you like no other can help you. Hallelujah. And I'll confess something to you right now. I'll fail you. Not intentionally. But I'll fail you, but I'll lead you to the one that will never fail you. Hallelujah. And that's Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 Let's just close our eyes for a moment, church. The, the direction of the service has gone another way that I didn't think it was going. And, and that's okay because we want God to be God. Hallelujah. We want Him to lead and guide, you know, and that's why we don't have 
you know, the, the formats that we go by, hallelujah. But uh, nothing wrong with formats. Sometimes they're utilized, amen. But we want to yield to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Just close your eyes and as, as Pastor Mark and the team continues to play, hallelujah, just want you to think about God. I want you to think about Jesus Christ, hallelujah, that went to that cross for you and me, hallelujah, that died upon that cross that humankind could be saved. Saved from what, Steve? Saved from death, destruction, and hell. You see, there was a time with every head bowed and every eye closed right now. Just meditate on the Lord. Listen to the sound of my voice. Hallelujah. Because God's got something he's about to say and drop in your heart right now. There was a time in this earth where there was no sin. But there was Adam. Then there was Eve. And they fellowshiped with God in the cool of the night. You see, that's the reason for creation, was fellowship with God. And God warned them, and he said, you know, every tree of the garden you can eat thereof, except this tree over here, I want you to stay away from it. Don't want you to have nothing to do with it. Just keep free from it and stay away from it. Well, you all know the story. Eve went over to the tree, and then that old serpent come to her, and, and he started his stuff that he, that he does, and and then Eve gave in to that, and she took a bite of that fruit. Well, Adam, being as smart as he was, she presented the fruit to him, and then he took it, and he ate of it as well. Well, at that moment right there, death, destruction was introduced into the earth right there. Amen. So why is it that we have need of a Savior when it goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden, hallelujah, when death and destruction was introduced into this earth? But Jesus came being the, the, the new Adam. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Jesus came to deliver us from that death and destruction, to deliver mankind from sin, that we might have life, and that we might have life more abundantly, hallelujah. That's what we have in Jesus Christ, hallelujah, because in Christ Jesus, we are moved back to that place of fellowship where there is no sin in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you and I praise you for those that accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, that you have washed their sins away by the blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary. I thank you, Lord, that that, 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 that blood, hallelujah, that redemptive power for your word says without the shedding of blood there is no remission of sins, hallelujah, but that redemptive power, Lord God, has washed our sins away. We thank you we praise you for that, Lord God. I believe and I receive that right now in Jesus' mighty name. The Lord, if there be anybody in this house or if there be anybody that listens to this recording on Facebook, Father God, I ask that you would draw them in the name of Jesus Christ. If they don't know Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior, I pray that they would know him, that they would receive him, that they would believe upon him, that they would send their path to him in the name of Jesus right now. Holy Ghost, you are released to do the work of drawing all men to Jesus Christ. You are released to do that right now in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, hallelujah. He is the helper of his people, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. With every head bowed and every eye closed right now, I just want to know, 
Hallelujah. I want to know if you're in this house and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, would you just raise your hand right now if you'd like to know him? If you'd like to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, just raise your hand. Hallelujah. I want to pray with you. I see that hand. Hallelujah. You can put it down. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Father, I thank you and I praise you that you move your house in the directions that you wanted to go in. You move your house how you want to move your house. Thank you, Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is there anybody else? Hallelujah. If anybody on Facebook wants to know Jesus as the Lord and Savior, we're a little bit slow this morning in following what Facebook is doing. Hallelujah. But we will get with you. Right after the service this morning, you leave a note there on Facebook or you text my number, 859-707-7494. 859-707-7494. You go ahead and you text me and you say, Brother Steve, I want to know Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. I'll call you. I'll come to you wherever you are. I'll come and meet with you because God is wanting to meet with you. Jesus is wanting to meet with you right now. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Again, that number is 859-707-7494. All you got to do is Google my name and it'll pop right up. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, deal with this one that's raised her hand. Deal with this one that's raised her hand this morning, Lord. Thank you, mighty Jesus. I want to give just another moment. Is there anybody else in the house that don't know Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I want to give you the church number out on Facebook land. 859-987-5905. 859-987-5905. That number will get you to us quicker. Roy, if you hear that phone ring, you get in there and answer it. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you want to know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, hallelujah. I've got one raised hand right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Every head bowed and every eye closed. We're going to take a moment, hallelujah, as Pastor Mark takes us back in to praise and worship. I want you to worship. Just, just worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to take a minute just to go and pray with this one that's raised her hand. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Jeanette, would you come with me, please? Praise, praise. Praise you, Jesus.
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, shandarakasiriandorokushetemei. Oh, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, you're a good God. You're the good God. You're faithful, Lord. Now, Father, we pray for this one. We ask that you would be with them, that you would just comfort them. Thank you for your peace that passes all understanding coming into their life. Thank you, Lord, for opportunity coming into their life. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Thank you, Jesus. Oh. Oh. Oh, my. Oh, Lord. Thank you, mighty King. We bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Again, if you're watching by Facebook or you watch later by Facebook, the church's number is 859-987-5905. My personal cell phone is 859-707-7494. If you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior and you want to get to know Him, you call one of those numbers and somebody will get with you. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm just speechless. I can't believe I'm speechless. you that he does. The word of God says, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And when the enemy comes to you, all you got to do is say, devil in Jesus name, I bind you. Get thee behind me. And he's got to go. It's the word. It's the word of God that when it comes out of your mouth, that's exactly what's got to take place. Woo! Bless the Lord. God is good. God is good. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Mm. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor Mark and worship team. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want to get into the word just a little bit this morning. Amen. I want to thank everybody for coming today and thank everybody for listening via Facebook. Hallelujah. There's so much set in order for 2023 that 
you're going to hear a lot more about after the first of the year that we're going to be putting into place. Amen. Uh, we're starting to order equipment and get equipment in that needs to come in to, to put our best foot forward for Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Praise, praise, praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, the angels of God are just dancing in heaven right now. Amen. Amen. The angels of God dance for you. That's right. They are. They're dancing for you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Don't forget, next week we're having our, our family Christmas meal. Amen. Here at the church. We hope that you can come. Hallelujah. Um, we're going to be having some pulled pork and, and pulled chicken. Hallelujah. And, uh, green beans and macaroni and cheese. Hallelujah, Brother Steve. Quit talking about food. It's almost Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Amen. Bless God. Hallelujah. And we're even going to throw in some pizzas for the young people. Amen. Hallelujah. We know not everybody might like the, the menu, so we're going to throw in some pizzas. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, that, and just because I said young people, that don't mean adults can't eat pizza too. That's what they want. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. We just want to make sure we try to serve everybody that we can. Hallelujah. But don't forget after that meal, amen, we're going to have that family discussion. Hallelujah. It's going to be that discussion that helps uh, move us into 2023. If there's anything that God's put on my heart about 2023 for new life, it's uh, the, the words new beginnings have been coming to me quite a bit. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and, and that's okay. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So please come next week for our Christmas service. We're going to utilize next week as our Christmas service. Uh, we will be open on Christmas Day. Amen. Uh, just for anybody that wants to come to the house of the Lord. Uh, we'll have it open at regular time. Uh, we'll be doing a communion service on Christmas Day. We understand that families meet that day, and, and that's when a lot of people do their Christmas, and that's fine. Not a problem at all. Uh, but just felt like we wanted to open the church, you know, and, and whoever's here is who's here. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll just have some communion and, and uh, uh, talk about Jesus a little bit. Hallelujah. Jesus is good. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn with me, if you would, over to Matthew chapter 13. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want to talk to you just a little bit this morning about sowing and reaping. Amen. Hallelujah. I want you to understand that this principle of sowing and reaping is a God principle that is in the earth. Amen. Hallelujah. A God principle that is in the earth that has been offered up with a counterfeit from the earth. What do you mean by that, Brother Steve? In Christian circles or in the church, we call it sowing and reaping. Secular, the secular part, not getting the right word right now. In other words, those that don't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, they call it karma. You see, sowing and reaping was first. Because in the beginning, <laughs> right? Amen? Amen? So God's principle of sowing and reaping was first. Amen? Amen that's right. And karma is just that counterfeit which 
the earth knows as whatever you do, that's what you're going to reap. That's what you're going to harvest. Amen. They don't like using sowing and reaping because uh, that refers back to God's principle. Amen. But we in the church, we're going to call it sowing and reaping. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. So Jesus talked about sowing and reaping, and, and, and we want to uh, just, I'm going to read a lot of scriptures here today, um, and I'm going to talk very little because Jesus is going to talk for himself. Amen. So let's get started here with uh, Matthew chapter 13. Let's go over to verse 3. And he, he being Jesus, spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell by, upon stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. Verse 6 says, And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them, but others fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some a hundred, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. Amen. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Amen. Father, we thank you for this word today, Father God. Father, I surrender myself to you. I submit to you in Jesus' name. And I ask that your spirit that is within me would speak forth through me. Let your words come over this tongue and through these lips of clay. Hallelujah. Let them go out into this atmosphere, Lord God. And let them be seated in the hearts of the hearers of your word. In Jesus' name we pray. We thank you and we praise you. Amen and amen. So I want you to understand up here in verse 3 it says, A sower went to sow. Amen. So a sower went to sow, and when he sowed, amen. Now, we in Christian circles, and I do this myself many times, amen, and it's not a bad thing to do, but if this, what I'm getting ready to say, overrides your ability or your willingness to sow, then it becomes a bad thing. A lot of times we spend too much time, or even we'll spend our seed time, amen, hallelujah, trying to find the good ground. Nothing wrong with finding good ground. We need to be sowing in good ground if we know the good ground. But the thing about it is, amen, we need to be sowing. You see, Jesus said that a sower went to sow, amen, and when he sowed, amen. It didn't say anything about him waiting for two or three years before he sowed to try to find good ground. Now, if you know the good ground, you sow in that good ground, amen. But when God tells you to sow, don't you not sow because you're trying to figure out the good ground. Yeah, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Again, nothing wrong. I like sowing in good ground. I want to sow in good ground. But if God tells me to go out here and sow on Main Street, I just need to go sow on Main Street. Yeah. Amen. Amen? That's really all that's being said here. But in Jesus' parable, the sower went forth to sow. So he committed action. And it was a sowing action, amen. And when he sowed the seeds, don't, don't we think God knew where those seeds were going to fall? God knows in our lives where they're going to fall. And still yet it shows down here in verse 8. But others fell in good ground. So that good ground is what brings the increase, amen. Hallelujah. That's why we want to know where the good ground is. But again, you can't let that good ground or that search for good ground Stop you from sowing when God says to sow. Amen. So it was sown in good ground in verse 8, and it brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, 
and some 30-fold. Amen. So he goes on here. I want to skip over to uh, verse 18. And we want to uh, explain this particular parable a little bit. It says in verse 18, he says, Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. That is, which, that is he which receives seed by the wayside. So if you're that first person that Jesus Christ talked about, you need to understand that the seed is the word. The seed is the word. The word of the kingdom, amen. You've got to put yourself, in, those that have just recently been saved, put yourself in a position to be discipled and taught. Amen? And by you attending church, you're doing that. Today is more of a message of kind of saying, hey, you know, look, when the enemy comes to you, we want your feet planted with a root. We want your feet to be rooted and grounded, amen. And, and don't hesitate to call on an older Christian or a Christian that, that, that maybe uh, has been around a while. You know, it's okay. Now, some Christians have been around a while. You don't need to call on them. Oh, look out. Where's the tomatoes at now? <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. But we want you to be rooted. We want you to be grounded. Hallelujah. Uh, we don't want you falling by the wayside. So how is it that we get rooted and grounded? Jesus is going to go on and he's going to tell us. In verse 20 it says, But he that received the seed in the stony places, the same is he that heareth the word, and anon, or immediately, with joy, he received it. Amen. So when you hear that word and you receive it with joy, verse 21 says, Yet hath not, yet he hath not root in himself, but endureth for a while, for when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word, by and by he is offended. Amen. So the enemy knows the decisions that you've made about receiving Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. I don't care if you got saved 30 years ago or you got saved this morning. The enemy knows. And he's not going to let up. To be perfectly honest with you, it's the Christian that he goes after because he's already got the one that's unsaved. So why does he really even need to spend time on them, amen? He, the way that, and you've heard this said before, I'm sure, but the way the enemy hurts God, amen, or even attempts to hurt God, is by taking away one of the saints of God. By causing damage and turmoil to the saints of God, amen. But hallelujah, you've got to know and understand, hallelujah, that, that, that the seed is God's word and that you want to be good ground with a good root, amen, to receive that word so that there is no offense, hallelujah, whenever the enemy comes and, and tries to uh, steal your word, amen. Verse 22 says, and, and I know that I'm really touched, I'm skipping across the, the surface of this. This can go a lot deeper, and maybe we'll get into it a little deeper, amen, hallelujah, at some point in the future, but that's not what God has said today. God has said today, you be sowers. Don't waste your time trying to find the good ground. When I want you to sow, I'll, I'll tell you where to sow, and I'll take care of the ground. Yeah. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And then he's, he's cautioning the newborn Christian especially. Be careful because the enemy's going to come, and he's going to try to steal that seed. Amen. Depend on those around you like what we were talking about earlier. Amen. Hallelujah. Because there's a place where Jesus wants you to be. Hallelujah. Verse 22 says, 
He also that receives seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word and care and the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becometh unfruitful. Amen. See, these are steps. Each one of these are steps. Jesus is explaining the parable of the sower in steps. And if you look at these steps, there's actually levels of maturity in these steps. Oh, you think about that one for a while. There's actually levels of maturity in these steps to the Christian. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen. All right. We said we weren't going too deep in that today. Amen. Praise the Lord. God, you take it where you want to take it. Amen. Hallelujah. So I want to read that verse again. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> he also that receives seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word and the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he become unfruitful. Amen. But he that received the word into, or he that received the seed, seed, seed and the word becoming synonymous to me. That's a good thing. Amen. But he that received seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. So there's levels of maturity here, and God wants you to be, verse 23, which receives the seed in good ground, amen, so that you become a fruit creator. For the Christian, our goal is to create fruit. Amen. You created fruit this morning, the most significant fruit there is in one coming to know Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior. Amen. Now there's other fruit that we can create through our witness, through working in the local church, through working and, and, and just ministering from where our job might be, amen, hallelujah. Um, there's just, there's too much fruit really to, to try to describe it all, but you got to understand, you put yourself in a position that that fruit manifests in your life, amen. Why does God want fruit to manifest in your life? Because there's an increase. There's an increase to the child of God that God wants to take place. Why? Is it just to give you more? Well, no, but that's part of it. It's really to bring pleasure and glorification to the Father. Why do we do the things we do is to glorify our Father? Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So I want to go on here in verse 24, and it says, And another parable put he forth unto them, saying, the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. Amen. Ah, that's another message. What type of seed? Good seed. Amen. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, does not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence then hath the tares? In other words, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Well, why are these tares coming up if you sow good seed? And he said to them, An enemy hath done this. The servant said unto him, Will thou then that we go and gather them up? And, and he said, No. Lest while we gather up the tares, you root up also the wheat with them. Catch this, verse 30. He says, let both grow together until harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say unto the reapers, gather ye together first the tares and bind them in bundles and burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. Amen. 
God's wanting us to produce wheat, not tares. But we let both grow together. And God will take care of the tares at the hardest times. I believe Christians, they, they spend too much time seeking out the tares to remove the tares when it's not harvest time. Amen. Now we deal with what we have to deal with and move forward as we have to move forward. Amen. But you need to understand that in this parable, all these things are growing together. What is it we focus on as Christians? Do we focus on the tear part of it? No. We focus on the word part of it. We focus on the wheat part of it. I'm trying to create fruit. What kind of fruit am I creating? The fruit we create is going to be determined by the actions that we put forth. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you want, to, you want to grow some wheat? You want to harvest 130, 60-fold, amen? You look at the fruit that you're putting forth, amen? Or, or the seed that you're putting forth, amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So verse 31 is a parable of the mustard seed. And another parable spake he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field. There it is again. He just took the mustard seed and he sowed. He sowed it in his field. You know, sowing is an action, right? So he was doing something, amen. So he sowed it in his field, which indeed is the least of all seeds, but when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs, and becometh a tree, so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof, amen. The mustard seed is the least of all seeds, and you've heard numerous messages preached on the mustard seed. I'm not going to preach a message on the mustard seed today, but I am going to preach a message, amen, on sowing of the mustard seed, sowing of the least of the seed, amen. What is the least of the seed that you have, amen? You have the word seed, hallelujah. You have other seeds in your life that God has given you. You might have a financial seed, amen. You might have a time seed, amen. You might have an energy seed, amen, hallelujah. But God wants you sowing those seeds, hallelujah, that a great and mighty harvest would take place. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So as we're sowing seeds, here's the ultimate place where God wants us to get to. Verse 32 which indeed is the least of all seeds, but when it is grown, when it is grown, we want to see the harvest that has taken place be grown. Amen. We want you to grow. Amen. We want those that have given their heart to the Lord recently to grow. We want those that have been saved for 20, 30, 40 years to grow. Amen. Hallelujah. We want you to grow. Amen. So here's what happens. It is the greatest among herbs and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. Amen. I'm going to disappear off camera here for just a minute. The birds of the tree, so they come and they lodge. Amen. In the branches thereof. The birds come and they lodge in the branches thereof. The birds that come and they lodge in the branches thereof. Hallelujah. Who had this vision? Who had this vision? Amen. The birds, get ready to tell this vision, do you mind? The birds of the, of, of the field that come and they, large, they, they lodge in the tree. Amen. The branches thereof. Amen. Now Terry's going to share this vision with us. Amen. My little wonderful wife did this painting. <laughs> Just because it needed to be done, right, Amen? Amen. She don't claim to be an artist. Amen. But it's there. 
Right? Amen? Remember, so the birds come and lodge in the branches thereof that is produced by the least of the seeds. Amen. So Terry had this vision some years ago. It was a vision when the brother was a worker. Here, I'm just going to let you share about it there if you would. So we were in worship uh, it's been several years ago. I was sitting in that seat right there and uh, the Lord came to me and, and I seen it's like I was outside the church and I seen the church was on fire and and I started to panic in, in the, this vision. What's going on? Well, I walk in the, the church and this the the love that, that you felt when you walked in here, this church was just alive and, and functioning and loving on each other and, and making people feel welcome and doing what we're supposed to do. And then immediately the Lord spoke to me. He said, just as the birds of the air flock to the tree naturally, so will the lost flock to this church because of the love that it shows. So just as the birds, if you just watch birds, they just naturally land on trees. It's a natural thing. And the Lord spoke to me and said, that's what the lost is going to do to New Life Ministries because we're going to love on people. And we're going to show God's love with no judgment. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So when I read this scripture this morning about the mustard seed, that's immediately what came to me. Amen. But I, I, I wanted to tell you this morning, and there's more to this message, but I think I'm going to go ahead and save the other part for another day. Hallelujah. Um, the sowing of this seed, sowing is such an action. Amen. And as this house goes into 2023, I'll be honest with you. Uh, and I don't want to chase none of you away. I don't want to chase nobody away. I want more. That's right. Amen. See, Amen. I'm always a more kind of guy. Yep. I can be satisfied with where I am. Amen. Because unfortunately, I've done it. But me and Jeanette are more kind of people. Amen. So I, I'm thankful for what I have. But we're creators. We are creators. And we create more. Why do we create more? Because as you create more, there's more opportunity for others that are lost and dying, amen, to come and, and be a part, amen, to come and receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior, amen. And I want to tell you something, the vision for this house that it has and that it spoke about over the last 20 years, amen, it's not a small vision, amen. It's not small. And I'll be perfectly honest with you, uh, as, as where we are right now, as this Oh, Lord, how can I say it? Where we are right now, it's not... There's more. <laughs> there's, there's more. Amen. So those of you that have come into the house recently, you've not been brought in here by happenstance. Some of you might be chomping at the bit to be used. Be patient with us. Amen. Be patient with us. Hallelujah. As, as we go through the rest of this year, we, we just kind of are seeking God's face and because I've seen people thrown into places where they should not have been. 
And then I've seen people not even utilized when they should have been utilized. And neither one of those are good situations. So I like to be led of the Lord and, and, and it just, you know, it all clicked together. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we'll talk about that some more, you know, whenever we need to. But but what I'm saying and what the Lord really is putting in my spirit this morning is, number one, We've seen a few people saved here in the last few weeks, and praise God for the God be all the glory, amen. But, it, you know, it's just the start. It's just the beginning, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. I just, man, there's so much I want to say about that. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. You see, it's something we've been praying for for the last few weeks especially, probably the last six months or well, we, we always pray for it, but there are a few things we got real specific about in the last couple of months. Yeah. And salvation is one of them. Yeah. And it's like, boom, God just does it. Amen. Praise God. And this is not to pull new life's chain, so to speak. You ever hear that phrase, pulling somebody's chain? We want to pull the chain of Jesus. That's right. Amen. We want to glorify Jesus. That's right. Because when somebody gives their heart to the Lord... That's what we're all about. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Amen. So new life, we have to be sowers. We have to be committing action. We have to, in other words, just to boil it down, we got to be workers. Amen. One of my issues this past week, and sometimes I get too personal, I don't know, maybe all this multimedia stuff that God's really putting in our spirit, maybe I shouldn't get so personal, you know, because then it's out on the airwaves, and I mean, praise the Lord, you know, um, we're starting up our website this coming year, and, and uh, maybe even visiting a YouTube channel and, and stuff like that, and so you all be in prayer with us as we go through that, and uh, um, we're going to be ordering the camera hopefully next week, and, and just all kinds of stuff that God's putting in our hearts to do, um, but If we're not working, it'll happen here or there, which is okay, and praise God for it. But I'll be honest with you, I'm not a here or there kind of person. I'm an all-in kind of person. And one reason I found myself in the fire this week, brother, because from a ministry perspective, I wasn't all-in. You see, I'm still working businesses. And I'm still doing what I need to do. And I'm starting to just get sick of it. Maybe God's putting that in my heart, Roy. Because I want to focus here. When I go to rebuild a house or buy a piece of property, it's 110% focus on what I'm doing. I'm researching property. I'm researching financial situations. I'm talking to money people to know how to do it. 110%. But God wants my 110% here. That don't mean I can't do those other things, but it's a matter of perspective. You see, we have to be workers in the kingdom. Amen? 
We were created not for ourselves, but for God. To be workers for God. To have fellowship with God. Amen? And, and I thank God for the businesses that he's birthed for people in this house. I thank God for promotions he's given people in this house. But what I was going to say a minute ago that I pulled the reins back on, y'all know how much I love you. But 2023 is a new beginning. You have to let me get up in your grill. I, by nature, am not a pushy person. But I, by nature, am a person that gives 110%. And I, by nature, that God's created in me, will require 110% from this house. Because God is requiring 110% from me and from you. We want to see this by the masses, Terry. We gotta sell out to it. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Baby, we gotta sell out to it. I can't have no more weeks where business comes before ministry. Oh, I gotta produce the income just like anybody. Amen. And and to God be all the glory, this church has historically been able to take care of its pastors, and it'll continue to do that. Amen. But we're in a transition right now. Jeanette and I are in a transition right now, and I thank you all for your uh, patience with us. Amen. Because some of you have probably picked up on some things that I'm not doing that I used to do. Amen. Thank you for your patience. But today is, is about sowing, reaping, get ready, because 2023 is a new beginning. Amen. And we're moving forward and moving forward with force. Amen. Right now we're doing a study on uh, the Holy Spirit on Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, amen. And one of the definitions uh, for dunamis is force. Not just power, but force, amen. And what God does, God is about to do with force. Because I'm telling you, and you know, because you're out there in it, there's too much happening in this world. People are looking for something that's real, and I want to be real. I want this house to be real. I want to see this house achieve its visions, its goals. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I thank you all for your patience while Jeanette and I transition the way we need to. Praise God for his patience. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. But be praying about your 2023. Next week we're going to talk a little more in detail. How many of you feel like we need to start Children's Church back? Somebody new raised their hands. That's okay, amen, hallelujah. We're going to start Children's Church back one way or another, amen. I was telling somebody the other night, and we're going past where we were because now we got land. You know God likes land? I, I believe God likes land. What did he do for children of Israel? Whoa. He gave them a bunch of land. <laughs> he gave them a promised land. What did he do for New Life Ministries August of 2020? Yeah. 17 years after the, or during the same month 
that you all came around that corner is when we took deed to it. It was August of 2003, I think, let's see. Yeah, August of 2003, when you all came around that corner, you saw that church. 17 years, August of 2020, is when we took deed to that property. That's not by happenstance. Amen. Go ahead. I, I think it was close to the same date. I, I think you're right. I, I, I have to go back and find out exactly. Why don't you do that? I'm interested to know that. It, it was somewhere around the late teens, like 18, 19, or 20th or something like we that. We always had that on the third Saturday in August. Where you could, could meet when they came in. So that was put in around the 20th of August in that early. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that just kind of blesses me because the same time period, 17 years later, God delivers the land. So we've, we've got land, amen, and church, as you grow the church, there's a spot right out here for a multi-purpose building right behind the parking lot. Wouldn't you like to have a gym? Would, would you like to have a gym for the youth, brother? Amen. A gym that later on might become a sanctuary for three or 400 people. Amen. Move from here to move to there. Amen. Before you move to the church on the hill. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, you know, we'll take it in steps and phases, but, you know, God's, God's wanting us to, to move forward and see some uh, sowing take place. Amen. Amen. You know, too many people equate sowing as financial. Well, it is, but it's not just that. Right. Yeah, it's right. everything we're talking about today. Right. Amen. Amen. Are you receiving what's being said today? Yes. Thank you all for you know giving me the patience that I've needed and the opportunity to speak into your lives like this. But um, there's more to this message, but we'll catch it another time. Hallelujah. Um, just want to encourage you. Be strong sowers of energy, effort for the kingdom of God, of God's word seed. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Of your finances. Finances is part of it. You know, I mean, your tithes and offerings is what funds the church. Hallelujah. I've seen God give increases to people over the years that have just been astronomical. I've seen people that have been, that, you know, I've seen both ways. People would be concerned how he's going to pay their bills this month. And then the next month, God bless them with ten or $15,000 blessing. Amen. I've seen people that, that were paying their bills just fine. Amen. And then the next month, God still blessed them with ten or $15,000 blessing. Amen. $1,000 blessing. $500 blessing. Whatever the case is, hallelujah. You know, all that stuff, the financial aspect of it for me is less now than, than really the obedience that's tied into all of that. I finally, after all these years, Roy, discovered with my finances and Jeanette's, God can do what he wants to do. As long as I'm obedient, he's going to do what he wants to do. As long as I do my part, amen. And we have seen some really wild things take place in our lives. Hallelujah. To God be all the glory. Amen. So church, this morning I just simply encourage you, be sowers, be people of action. Hallelujah. With the Lord. Amen. And come 2023, um, we're going to kind of be pushing forward. I don't, I shouldn't use that word. I don't want to scare you all. <laughs> I'm really not that bad, brother. I promise you I ain't that bad. Mark, I ain't that bad, am I? No. I won't ask Terry because he might say it. <laughs> I just, I just like to see things moving. 
I like to see moving and shaking and quaking for Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. So I just don't know what else to do but smile. <laughs> oh, I'm just so anxious about what God is doing. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you and we praise you for your goodness. Most of all, Father, we thank you for this one that's come to know you as Lord and Savior. That's the greatest thing that has taken place, although everything's been so awesome, Lord. The praise and worship, your word, Father, your word is just so special to us, and we thank you for it. Father, as we look forward to 2023, continue to seek deeply in our hearts what your directions are, the things that you want done, O oh Lord. We thank you, we praise you, and we just give you the glory and the honor, Father. Now, Father, I just pray for my brothers and sisters and ask, Lord God, that, that you put on our hearts, Lord, those things that you desire for us to accomplish, Lord, and and then, Father, we just give you the glory and the honor for it. Lord, take this church and make new life that part of your kingdom that you want it to be. Your promises are yes and amen. And the promises that you've made over the years, Lord, they have not changed. They are still yes and amen. And we thank you for it in the mighty name of Jesus. We bless you, Lord. Amen. Just a couple quick announcements. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, we do have the men's ministry assembling of the boxes today out of Silas Baptist Church at 2.30. If you're not sure where that is, you can call me or, or ask me as you leave today. Or if you need to follow us down there, I'll, I'll wait and we'll, we'll go together uh, however you want to do that. But that's at 2.30. Uh, we just have, have 150 boxes we need to put together because we are we're putting the food in the boxes on Tuesday evening at 6 o'clock down at Silas, so we need to have the boxes ready to go. Amen. Um, that way we're not, you know, standing around waiting on boxes to, to be ready. And this goes pretty quick if we have enough hands that, that do it. Looking forward to the 19th, Monday the 19th, to hand out uh, those boxes at Walmart. If you're able to participate in that, uh, be there about 4.30. If you can't get there by 4.30, uh, come at 5.30 or 6. Uh, usually bring them out When's that over with? Usually seven or eight? Yeah, we'll eat first. And uh, okay. have a good meal, uh, which is if anybody's interested. Uh, and then we'll go straight into packing the boxes. Like, like he says, the more people we have, the less time it takes. But to be honest with you, even after we get the boxes all packed up and ready to go, we stand around the fellowship and just have a good time. Amen. Now you're talking about Tuesday, the, yeah, the 13th, right? Okay. Yes. Amen. Yeah, today. yeah, the day at Walmart. Uh, want them to be there by about 4.30? Yes, well, it starts at 4.30, so probably 4.15 would be better. Okay, okay, so, amen. We'll probably get the boxes there about 4.15. Okay. We'll start. We kind of set it up in the Lonnie Garden area. Right. So you can park in front of the Lonnie Garden area, that's where everybody will exit. So. Right, okay, amen. If you can't get there by 4.15, well, come when you can get there and be a part of that. Usually about 7.30, 8, somewhere around there. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Um, so, Christmas service next week. We've already talked about that. Amen. And open for Christmas Day. Uh, we've talked about that. Did I forget anything, Jeanette? Anybody? Did I forget anything? 
Hallelujah. So the big thing is at 2.30 today, gentlemen, if you're able to help out put these boxes together, uh, just let me know so we know who we can depend on to, uh, to be there and, and make sure that you have an access to get there. Amen. Anybody else? Uh, Justin? Can we have a prayer for the Harmon family, for their son? Yes. And Cincinnati Hospital, that one. Well, he's got pneumonia with uh, lung disease. Amen. The Harmon family. Yeah, last Sunday I got on him. He, had, he was still running 100 for temperature and had not come down from there. Just trying to figure out what's going on. It's it's uh, Adam Harmon, the uh, police officer at the Paris PD. Actually, it's a lieutenant. And it's prayer for the son. The son, yes. Cable. Brent, I'm going to have you come and close us out and pray for him here in just a minute. Amen. Any other prayer requests? Hallelujah. Anybody else got anything? Amen. God is good. It's so good to see everybody today. Brent, come and dismiss his brother with a word of prayer. Amen. Whatever you want to do. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right, let us pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for who you are. We thank you for how you minister to us every day, Father, how you're with us every day. How your heart changer, Lord. We just thank you and praise you for that, Father. We just lift these ones up to you. Caleb, Lord, just ask that you be with him right now, Father. Uh, Lord, you be with him in his room right now, Lord. That you touch his heart. Yes, Jesus. You touch his body, Father. We know that you are the ultimate healer, Lord. And we know that you can heal anything, Father. So we just ask, Lord, right now that you minister to his little body, Father. That you touch him deep. Lord, and be with the family as they are around him, Lord. Just give them comfort, Father, knowing that you're in control of everything. Yes. Lord, soften their hearts, Lord. Just give them a hug. Yes, Lord, I thank you and praise you, Lord. I also lift up uh, Terry and uh, my father that are traveling. Lord, just be with them as they travel, Lord. Just ask that you encamp angels around their vehicle, Father, yes. as they drive to Connecticut, Lord. Lord, God, that you be with them all the way there and all the way back, Father, Lord. And all the other ones, Lord, that were not mentioned. That people know, Father, that are sick, Lord, just ask that you minister to them. If they're traveling these holidays, Lord, just ask that you be with them. Yes, Lord God, we thank you and praise you for who you are. How you yes. minister to us. Yes. Your gracious Son, Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.